like that live from my mouth to your ears it's another episode of guessing from the stands it's your boy earl 91 it's your boy coach nard in the building man what it do players this is boy mike in here what's good people it's the dominican done daughter christian me gente que lo que estamos aquí estamos activo vamos a comenzar esta vaina porque el playoffs comenzaron hoy señor y nos fuimos Word up. Hey, Nard, I know I know we uh, started out saying we was going to start out with, but I'm going to hit you with a surprise off the bat. So you catch a rapid fire this week. Oh, uh, shit. How, how, was the, uh, how, how was the game at FedEx, man? Oh, man. Oh, so for y'all who don't know, man, uh, my son plays uh, football. You know what I'm saying? We 7U now. And this past weekend, there was a big jamboree up at FedEx Field. You know what I'm saying? A lot of kids. And teams from the DMV area. It was lit, man. It was lit. It was very, it was much different. You know what I'm saying? Being on uh, an actual field, just with nobody there, it's still incredible to be on the field of an NFL stadium to look around, see what the players were seeing. You know what I'm saying? When they on the field warming up, when they making plays, you know what I'm saying? To watch your son out there playing on the same field, you know what I'm saying? That one day he may play on as he's older. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a different type of feeling. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was good though, man. Um, shout out to all men Cowboys. That's my squad. Uh, DMV Knights, we played them. Shout out to them. We beat y'all ass, but it's all good. Y'all be back. <laughs> um, so, wait, hey, no. so, so is it, is, hold on. Um, is this like a is this like a travel team like a uh, football league for seven years? Well, not it's okay. So you know it, it's it's Pop Warner, just like how you have down there. And then uh, this right now we're just in the spring season, so. In the fall season, that's when, you know what I'm saying, the actual, because we're in the AYF, there's basically two, like, major uh, youth yeah. football leagues uh, yeah. in America, Pop Warner and AYF, which is American Youth Football. So we're in the AYF, um, and then if you win your league championship in the mm-hmm. fall, you go to a state championship, you win that, you go to a regional championship, and you win that, then you go down to Florida for the national championship. So it's definitely organized. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's very, very, very good for the kids, man. I love coaching. I love being a part of the team. Um, and it was cool, man. I, like I said, I'd never been on the field of an NFL stadium. So to be out there, you know what I'm saying, just throwing a ball with my son, watching him make tackles on the field, it was humbling. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like – well, you know how you watch the Super Bowl, you see all, all, uh, uh, when they start out, when they got the kid, and they're like their very first football pitcher, you're like, damn, it really starts yeah. somewhere for everybody. You know what I'm saying? So you got to take in those moments for sure. and, so, and appreciate the moment. But it was definitely cool, man. Now, well, no, now, let I, me ask you this, Nard. Hey, so, hey, shut up. Shut up. 
Shout out to your son's mother, man, for giving him such great genes. Oh, that nigga <laughs> play with me. That's goddamn dead, boy, because if he got her side of the family genes, boy, that nigga would be doing not a damn thing in sports. <laughs> it's like, nah, nah, uh, nah, why? Nah, nah, it's like, nah. It's uh, like, nah. That one out. No, I was asking because, like, um, so I, I know for, for basketball and no, I'm baseball. Gonna leave, I'm going to go ahead and leave that, that comment in. Oh, you're not shouting at him. Yeah, I'm gonna let him deal with that. You know what I'm saying? Luckily, she ain't short. You feel me? Because that nigga, you know, I ain't seven foot, so you know what I'm saying? Her having some decent height on her, they are gonna be some tall kids, so I guess I'll give them that. So, no, the reason I was asking because, like, I don't know how, I don't know how the, uh, how the, the whole, like, football, you know, how would you say, like, the football. Oh, like, do we actually travel far? Yeah, it will not travel far. So, the reason I asked was, like, I know for basketball and baseball, right? You got your travel ball or your AAU. And then you got like your little, you got your rec leagues. So that's what I was asking. Like, is this like a travel? Oh, okay, league? okay, I got you. Yeah. So this, yeah, this yeah. would be considered. This would be considered travel ball AAU. Uh, okay. like yeah, there you. is county football, but it's trash, so we don't play it. I, okay, yeah, yeah. See, so like, it's a, we it's play separate. kids that'll some kids that'll be in Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? Some kids, like if you schedule it, if you want to, like there's a big um, the I forgot what uh, up in Philly they're doing um they're also it's the AYF teams up there uh, and they're doing some big games up there so I mean it's really about scheduling you know what I'm saying you can schedule teams as far as you're willing to travel like for us in the spring the furthest we go is uh like pretty uh probably an hour and a half down into Virginia we got a game down there uh but okay. yeah so yeah this is uh this is what you would consider the AAU of football because uh, I know like. For, for baseball around you got the travel league which is basically it's you know the better competition is not it's not direct league but then you it, also play literally literally yeah. so yeah so there's also, football, but we don't play that that, that shit is yeah dumb. so no like you play the tournaments you know and then you play like the the different leagues so that's all I was asking I don't know much about the the football league like around that age group you feel me yeah and I didn't either truth until he started playing I wasn't like bro this youth football thing bro it's it's just like probably how youth baseball is and youth basketball like this shit is huge. You know what I'm saying? It gets deep. Like these, but it's so funny when you see the different shit. Like these teams, like they really be hating on each other. Like they'll they'll do whole spills. Like you, you. I've seen one joint fool. Shit was so crazy. They're acting like this kid is real life, like a five star player. Like this nigga had a whole recruiting commitment video and shit. Like that shit what was wild. Bro, shit was the wildest shit I ever seen. But you know, I feel like. To me, and then once you get into it, you start following certain coaches. So you start to see how many kids have Instagram pages. Like these people's parents really be like trying to get them recruited at four and five. Like, bro, and, they and don't let the, they don't they don't let them. He's not, my, my son's not gonna have. I want him to be a kid. I want him to enjoy football. Of course, I want him to get better, but I want him to enjoy football. He's really not even gonna be considering. You know what I'm saying? Whether or not this is gonna hey, be the only sport he plays, so he's like 13 anyway. That, you know what I'm saying? That right, like, that right there, you hit it right on the head, bro. You let you letting your kid be a kid. A lot of these parents, I've even seen it like with my brother playing travel ball. A lot of these parents don't let their kids be kids to enjoy the, the sport itself. It's it's all like you be thinking little Johnny at eight years old gonna go sign straight straight out of fucking middle school going into the league like bruh right they got, think they think got, the kid gonna get drafted straight to the minors out of high school like, yeah no, it's, like, not, bro. it's not happening bro it happens for some people but when you push that kid too far bro they're either gonna not sports or they're gonna end up liking a sport that they haven't trained in 
And then mm-hmm. you're gonna, they might not end up going pro because you don't waste so much time in the sport they ain't even really like. That's why he does everything: baseball, basketball, football. He runs track. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then once he gets to that age where he's like, "Dad, this is me." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this, then we gonna put it down. You know what I'm saying? That's what well, that's it turns into. All right, you said this is you. This is what we about to do. You know what I'm saying? But that's the best thing you can do for your for your kid is have them play multiple sports because. Once they once they choose their their main sport they want to focus on, them playing other sport is gonna have them uh, excel in their their main sport by light years from the other people. I never want to be one of those parents, bro, who tried to live vicariously, you know, what I'm saying through their kid. Like to me, you know, what I'm saying I chose my path in life, and I feel like you know, what I'm saying I'm a hundred percent happy with it. He he has the opportunity to do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Our life circumstances are just a little different. I didn't physically live with my dad every day when I was young. He has that. So I can help him, you know what I'm saying, get better at the things that he wants to get better at while he's a kid. And then as he gets older, he has a foundation to truly do, you know what I'm saying, whatever he wants to do in the sport. Even if he doesn't want to play fucking sports. I told him, bro, he could, you know what I'm saying, get on the fucking piano. He's just going to be uh, the most jack piano- pianist ever because he's going <laughs> to work out because that's essential for life. He's going to work out, period, no matter what he does. But, you know what I'm saying, he can do whatever the fuck he wants to do. I like sports. He likes sports because he grew up watching me watch it. You know what I'm saying? Enjoying it. When I go to the gym, he sees that. He relates it to what he sees on YouTube as far as people who play sports obviously work out. You know what I'm saying? So he's been able to, you know what I'm saying, truly choose his what I call electives. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what it is. That's an elective. The only thing that's not elective is working out. You're going to work out whether you play sports or not. If you want to play sports, that's great. I'll help you. If you don't. Well, what do you want to do? You're going to have to do something that's interesting that you're interested in. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's where I was at. <laughs> no, I said somebody I paying like for I you to go to college. I felt like I, 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 don't felt like before I had kids. <laughs> I felt like before I had kids, I was like, yeah, my kid going to the league. He going to do this. He going to do that. But I was like, blah. But once I had kids, I'm like, man, that should be lame. Let this nigga choose what he wants to do in life and then just assist him getting there. You know what I'm saying? Hey, no, I don't know if you heard me. Like I, like, like I was saying, we somebody paying for him to go to school it ain't gonna be me. You feel me? You feel somebody? <laughs> I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's the National Academy of Science. Somebody's paying for that shit. It ain't gonna be B. It ain't gonna be BG. No, no. <laughs> hey, no nah, facts, man. Hey, so that that uh, you know, we we gonna get off this topic in a second. But that um, Nationals thing in Florida, you was on. Was that when I met that guy from uh that had the tournament in Wellington? Yeah, exactly. So that's what. Yeah, okay. exactly. It's down in South Florida. I mean, it changes yeah. sometimes. It might be in Orlando, but it moves around. Like the battle one isn't down in South Florida, and then um, the regular AYF one is up in Orlando. Okay, 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 okay. They, yeah, that's the one that Wild World of Sports. You right? Or it may be at the uh, the the complex now. I right. Was at the uh, Orlando Sports Complex. Which next time we go to Orlando, we got to check that joint out, bro. It is insane. Bro. I've seen the outside, bro. I've seen the outside of it. It's insane. But anyways, man, let's uh, let's get to it. Y'all know what we're here to discuss. It is officially in an NBA playoff season. Before we get to that, because I know we're going to spend uh, quite a bit of time on the NBA. Not too much, but still. Uh, some kind of solution has been had in uh, the Lamar Jackson saga. OBJ has signed a one-year deal with $13 million guaranteed uh, with uh, incentives all the way up to $18 million for one year. Uh, panel, real quick. How do y'all feel about OBJ getting that amount of money for one year? And what do y'all think uh, this signing means? 
before I answer, do you have, well, I know you wouldn't have the exact specifics, but does anybody know what the guaranteed portion is versus the 13 like, million? 15 oh, million. 15, oh, 15 million. He, he gets three more instead of, sorry. 15 mil guaranteed yeah. one year? For one year. Yeah, like a Which was what million was so polarizing. Sign bonus. Oh, so he got his brain. Yeah. They, you know what? Lamar, Lamar's situation truly helped him get paid. I feel so, like that it's, because it's the here. Ravens are so desperate to. Na- I think they're desperate now to keep Lamar, and I feel like because of that, with him being a free agent, the best available free agent wide receiver. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you know. He's had this injury before. He's come back, even though it takes a while. He's always looked like the same player. Now, after it happened so many times, you you may not. With us, he looked like the same player he was before he tore his ACL that one time. I mean, he Odell going to be Odell. You know what I'm saying? So, I, so I, shit, you, I like do you think, you think with, with Odell coming, that, that kind of gives a hint that Lamar could possibly stick, uh, stick it out with, with Baltimore? Or is of this course. Just, or is Why did Lamar so, want to get paid? The so signing, much? the signing of the of of uh, uh, OBJ just told me that Lamar's been in his ear. Um, and then we got a. They came out today saying Lamar was actively um, recruiting OBJ, which ultimately led to you know the signing. Um, so yeah, I think without a doubt Lamar gonna resign. Um, I think what's called overpaid, though. I mean, they were in a bidding war with themselves, bro. I don't think there was nobody out here offering OBJ that type of money. Um, definitely, I believe they overpaid, but you know, I'm just ready to see Lamar sign. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I definitely agree. They, I, I do believe they overpaid, but at the same time. I feel like it was out of desperation. You know what I'm saying? You catch these teams, you're like that player. Your doctor says you're healthy. Their doctor says you're healthy. I mean, it's just, it was perfect timing for them. And I think that's also why it was a one-year deal. They probably, you know what I'm saying? In, in my opinion, I don't think they probably even offered them a two-year deal for a shorter amount. You'd rather pay that money. See, because when you look around the league, shit, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. Right after they lost Tyreek Hill, added a couple different players. The Rams added a few players, won the Super Bowl that year. And even before we had got to the Super Bowl, you know what I'm saying? It's like nowadays when you can add some superstar players to a team that's already decent, you you really do put yourself in that conversation after one year, and it can't happen. So I feel like that's where the Ravens are at with it. The Ravens feel like Lamar Jackson is an elite quarterback, which he is. They do have a defense, which can play elite. They haven't had a receiver. They have not had a receiver. And if Odell stays healthy, he can be an elite receiver. Their division is not particularly the strongest. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what the Steelers are going to do next year. The Browns could be um, – I mean, I don't know what the whole Deshaun Washington situation is. Uh, they're an on-paper team. we have to wait and see, but they're an on-paper team. Exactly. To me. I mean, no, no, I mean, I, I don't disagree. And then who's the other? T- and the Bengals. The Bengals are really. And the, ba- well, the Bengals are a threat. Exactly. Exactly. That's a, they're really the ones that if you're singling somebody out in your division, all right, we got to go get them. 
And what do they not? They don't particularly have anybody on the, at, at the corners. They have a decent team, but it's not like they're they're you know what I'm saying supreme lockup. So you need some offensive firepower. You have a quarterback. You have a decent running back. And um, what's that running back's name? J.K. Dobbins. You got uh, Lamar, who can also who clearly a dual threat. And then you go. You have Mark Andrews as tight end. You go out at Odell. Now you have an elite offense. Now it now it comes down to man for man who's better. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think that's why they went out and did that. So and throwing Rashad Bateman too. Oh, Rashad Bateman because he did start to turn up towards the end of last year. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, Mike, Christian, anybody, or Nard, did anybody else have anything out of the uh, NFL? I didn't want this to be the only thing, but we that been such a polarizing topic in the last few weeks. No, I don't, I don't think nothing else has been. Besides that, I don't think nothing else has been like crazy polarizing because the draft's coming up. So I think we just focus on that type shit. Yeah, I think um, just some rumors floating out there with a couple big time players. Um, maybe maybe on the lookout for some draft day trades or. Probably draft right. trades, you know. So the D Hops of the worlds, um, Derrick Henry's of the worlds. <clears throat> um, not not saying mm-hmm. that they're gonna get traded. Yeah, what, but, what is the rumor with Derrick Henry right now? Where where what's it looking like with him? Um, so Tennessee's them they're going in the full rebuild. Um, and of course the value of a running back is lower than it's been in a while. And Derrick Henry's getting paid, I think, like seventeen mil. Twenty nine years old, you know. So, um. He, he he may be on the block, or he may he may want out himself. You know what I'm saying? Because at that age, bro, you see that you know this team clearly isn't going in the direction that he would like for him to go. So I think they may do right by him, do right by themselves, and cut ties. Yeah. How old is he? How old is he? Twenty six, twenty seven, twenty twenty nine. Yeah, damn. He'll be thirty this year. Yeah, bro. He was. I think in high school he was like class of twenty eleven. 2012, something like that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. you should be about there. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Well, shoot, I don't want to be labor appointed. We ain't got you. Um, oh, I don't know if y'all – well, no, nah, never mind. We can, we can talk about that next week. But I do want to talk about that trainer that's been linked to uh, to Clemson. Um, Clemson, Georgia. Yeah, he, 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 yeah, yeah, he's been y'all linked gotta, to a lot. Y'all got to tap me in because that is new news to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bro basically went on an N word fest and was saying hang black folk from trees and all type of stuff. Bro was going crazy, but yeah, no, yeah, no, no need to be labor on something. Uh, yeah, so let's uh, let's go in, uh, travel on to the NBA. We got a lot to talk about. Um, tonight, of course, is the first night that we're that we're recording this. This is the first night of the play in between. Um, first, we had the Hawks and Heat. Uh, with the Hawks beating the Heat 116 to 1, what was it, 116-104? Something like that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Kyle Lowry with a big game, 33 points. Uh, definitely got all of his uh, trade value in that game. <laughs> but uh, the Heat have one more chance to play the loser of the 9-10, or play the winner of the 9-10 seed uh, matchup, which will be between Chicago and, who the Chicago play? Who Chicago play? Uh, Toronto. 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 Chicago and Toronto. So that should be should be fun. Um, the Hawks winning that are the locked in seventh seed will be advancing to play. 
my fault, y'all. The, uh, the Hawks. I was about to say. The, the, yeah. Uh, Nara muted you, bro. about to say, what the heck going on? <laughs> yeah, yo, I, yo, no, because I wasn't paying attention, and I'm uh, over here talking my son, and, and I'm hitting buttons. <laughs> I'm like, good. oh, shit, I'm muting niggas. You good, you good. Uh, but, yeah, the Hawks, um, the Hawks will be playing the Boston Celtics, who are the two-seed. So, um, I don't think that that series is going to be much of anything to be real with y'all. I think that's a 4-1 uh, matchup at best. I don't know about y'all, but I think Boston has been, uh, from start to finish this season, one of the top four seed, four teams in the in the NBA. So, uh, I think it's going to be a pretty intriguing game. Series? Uh, series, yeah. yeah. I mean, I ain't, not not saying that it's going to go six, seven, or anything. I think I think the game's going to be relatively competitive. Um, oh, oh yeah, I don't expect Atlanta to lay to lay down. Oh, heck yeah, and I, I I think I think more so because Atlanta's a team full of wings, man. So mm-hmm. you know, you look at their players from Dejounte Murray to hurt. They ain't got hurt uh, hurt anymore. Uh, Bogdanovich, um, then. What's old boy from Palm Beach? Collins. Um, yeah. Then uh, Jalen Jones. Jones. Like, they got, like, six six players that they can, you know, that can essentially, um, I ain't going to say match up or guard, that can essentially, I mean, they can guard, that can guard Tatum and, and Brown. Right. So I think just having that many bodies that they can throw at those particular offensive threats in Boston uh, would mm-hmm. be interesting. But um yeah, I think I think Boston wins that game probably in five though. I think yeah. yeah. Nah, I agree. Um I definitely I'm not gonna shit on them or nothing like that, but at the same time, it's nothing to be late run. I think Boston is looking forward to towards the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh and a head on collision with whomever that may be. <clears throat> um let me see. Uh, well, obviously we can't really we can't really talk much about any other seeds right now because currently while we're recording, the Lakers in Minnesota are playing, and then of course uh, we have the other matchup between OKC and who was the other seed? I just had it on the screen. Uh, OKC and New Orleans. New Orleans. Hey, can we talk so, about OKC for a second? I honestly haven't watched a whole lot, a whole 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 lot. Of mm-hmm. uh, basketball this year, as far as just watching different teams, who you know, so I've watched the main players, the guys that you know, what I'm saying. But wh- how did OKC even get in the fucking play? They oh, had a bro, late push uh, right after. Oh, go ahead, Christian. That is your team. Oh, I, was, I was gonna say they they've been consistently hooping all year, uh, all season long. Honestly, bro, they're just super young. Yeah, bro. Yeah, like, yeah they they're yeah they're they're a hard out. Yeah. Um, they are. They they truly are. But but I think for me the the push that what they did they caught a lot of teams right after around MLK Day going into the All Star break they started to catch their stride and um you know it seemed like everybody else started to catch up to how well Shy was playing uh, but for them overall as a team they're young and they can run and you know towards the end of the season. A lot of teams, I'm not going to say necessarily start to rest, but when you got those matchups with teams that already kind of know they're set in, um, you know, they they call it, I ain't gonna say, I'm not saying that to say that they call it lucky breaks because they are really competitive, but I think they figured out how to win with the big dogs closer oh, yeah. towards the end of the season. And yeah. I'm going to well, give them credit, man. That, it doesn't help that Dallas just imploded at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. Bro, how that's that much I don't want. Well, they traded their team away for for talent in one person. Before then, they had defenders. They had a uh, a uh, 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 deeper bench than they have now. Which I mean, the bench wasn't necessarily nothing crazy, but they had more available weapons, and they and they put cash all their chips in to get Kyrie. Like who did they not trade though? Kyrie. Who who did they trade? I can't because I can't remember. Um. Wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah, I got you. I felt like it wasn't no, no, no bad trade though. It wasn't a bad trade on on paper, but the reality of it is, they traded a lot of guys who did the dirty work. So they traded. Um, because I feel like they kept who they needed to keep though. So they (laughs) traded Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, um, in two and three draft three picks. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And then they got Markeith Morris back, which I, be- I feel like they waived Markeith Morris, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, no, they didn't waive him. He, he just they don't get no PT. Yeah, just ain't get no PT. Damn. Yeah. I mean, so but Dinwiddie is a really... Yeah, Dinwiddie is a good pick. I mean, I don't think they... It's not a bad trade, to be honest. I mean, for a one-year rental, it may be. Right. But... You know why I say it was a bad trade? It wasn't a bad trade on paper, but for chemistry-wise... I felt like we were too late in the season for them to have made that kind of move for uh, somebody who has to be ingrained as a integral piece of your your offense. You know what I'm saying, or your team for that matter. It, that's yeah. you don't have a lot of time to work out because if they were five and thirteen, because they ultimately were five and thirteen with them in the lineup together. If they were five and thirteen in December, nobody's sneezing about this shit. It's like all right, they have time to get it done. But being five and thirteen going into all-star break and then and then after they slid down they were number four in the west when they made the trade mm-hmm. and to go down to 13 that's crazy yeah i think they finished the season seven and 19 i believe something like that yeah now granted the west has been really tight this year don't get me wrong but at any rate losing that amount of games in that short period of time that that's insane <coughs> yeah yeah I mean, and 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 we we can't, you know, we can't uh, can't can't gloss over, you know, the reports coming out, you know, some part of it, Junior coming out saying, you know, he don't like playing with Luca. Um, yeah. Javale McGee came out and said something. Um, there was somebody else, but uh, it's it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see what goes on in Dallas, man. It is. Um, short term, long term. Do y'all think Kyrie stays or? Uh, nope. Nope. I don't, I don't I see how going, or why. I think yeah. that man going to L.A. And I mean the Lakers. Christian Wood definitely ain't coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, I think somebody is going to be willing to to spend a little money on Powell. Um, and historically, bro, we've seen, like, nobody's coming to Dallas. I mean, I don't know why, but, yeah, you know, I think it's a great, great landing spot. But you know, I think they're kind of in that that mode right now, where it's like, all right, you got your star, you got your bona fide star. Um, how how do you tell, you know, the person that's been your star for what five years, you know, he got to switch his game up, mm-hmm. especially a game that he was already professional before he got here. You know, so yeah. I think that, I think that's why it's going to be tough to get somebody over there. Similarly to how it's tough to get somebody to, to pair up with Harden, kind of. I mean, Correct. although Harden was always paired up with somebody relatively good, but 
you know, you can't you can't let this man go on a tantrum, like not a tantrum, but go on a historic run like he did, and then you bring somebody in and ask him to change up his game. So mm-hmm. I think that's gonna be the dynamic with with Luca. Yeah, I I agree. I think you know he has a, a easy game that seems like uh is you should be able to play with, but the reality of it is. Like you said, man, once you talk about attitudes and how you fit in the locker rooms, there's things other than just playing a game of basketball that are affecting this team. Definitely. Uh, yeah, so I agree. Uh, man, the Lakers starting and out ugly. I right? told y'all when Rick Carlisle left the Mavericks to continue coaching somewhere else, nobody wanted to believe him. I, listen, <laughs> I don't think Luka's a guy. I think oh, it has to be yeah. about him. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that it may rub coaches the wrong way. It may rub them. Now, Jason Kidd, he was also a superstar, you know what I'm saying, kind of player. So he may be able to, you know, kind of allow it more since he, you know what I'm saying, since he knows the type of talent that Luke is. But for certain guys who feel like, look, they may be just as good, not just as good, but they, they know what they bring to the table versus the fact that, look, bro, you haven't done anything yet. You know what I'm saying? We're not even talking about a guy. You, now, he has got to the Western Conference Finals. So I'll give him that. You know what I'm saying? But you still haven't won a chip. You haven't won an MVP or nothing like that yet. So, you know what I'm saying? You still got a lot of dues to pay before you're and – and I feel like that's another thing that is with the league right now. There's so much entitlement for guys who really don't even, you know what I'm saying, do shit. Like, not saying they don't do shit, but, like, even look at look at a guy like Dylan Brooks. Like, look at the shit that he's saying, like – you know what I'm saying? Wanting to see LeBron in a first round. Like, come on, bro. You're not even like the like, bro. Second best guy. You're not even the fourth like, best guy I, on your team. A guy like Draymond. <laughs> Draymond used to get his shit off and all that, but he didn't even start doing that until he started winning championships. After they got that first ring, and once they really started turning, that's when he really turned his shit on. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, y'all haven't done anything. There's so much entitlement around the league. For guys who, and I feel like a lot of that is because of social media, how engaged the fans are with guys when they see that they have just as many fans as somebody who on the court may be doing better than they are. That sense of entitlement, that sense of celebrity, they bring it back hey. to the locker room with them. You know what I'm saying? Hey, no, I kind of call back to that conversation we had earlier. I would hate to think it starts with kids being blown up from having their IGs at four or five years old, you know what I'm saying? Hey, with, I'm with, hey, to. I would hate to think it starts there, but you may have been on to something earlier with that. But yeah, I mean, to your credit, you know, for Luca, he's an interesting case because I think um I think for he for him he he's a little bit of a different than guys coming in with college. He comes in already a league MVP, a champion in probably the next most respected league in the world. Go get that AD uh, in the next most respected league in the world, which is the Euro League after the NBA, right? So he comes in with a cachet, and then to come out and make what I would presume to be four straight first-team All-NBAs and this, that, and the third. Yeah, he got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, but it used to be you didn't get that chip till you were either an MVP or a champion. And even then, you know, um, it was to an extent. Right. All right. Let me ask you something. G shit, G shit. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. How many guys in the NBA give a fuck about the Euro League? How many what now? How many guys in the NBA? I think you asking how many guys in the NBA give a fuck about the Euro League. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 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 Uh, no, I, I don't think there's many, but I think when the media is 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 
blowing you up to be that one like that, and then they're bringing up the Euro League, you'll start to smell yourself. If that's being a talking point. Right. Okay. I see. What you're saying. I see. What you're saying. Yeah. I, I. I ain't saying. No, no. Do I think he's going up to, to, to <laughs> insert whatever player here? Like, yeah, I was a Euro League champion. Okay. <laughs> I had to get it out the mud. Now what? You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's nothing like that, but I do think, and it's crazy how, how that how that kind of stuff works, right? Because nobody brings up how J.R. Smith was killing over in China, which is another respected league. They just talk about him being Henny, Henny Man, Henny Man. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't give them the accolades, but I don't want to get into all that of why this, that, and the third. Or, or hell, Stefan Marbury isn't even mentioned, and we know what he did over in China. But regardless of the fact, absolutely, I, I 100% agree with you. Um, for sure, with, with that stance of the other guys. But either way, man, Dallas got a lot of stuff to work out. Um, let's let's break down the rest of the East and the West as it's Yo. already formed, and we can uh kind of get into it. My man Nelson, what's going on, Brody? What's what's good? What's going on, y'all? How y'all doing? Yo, everything good, good, man. Nelson, good, Nelson sure? here, one fourth of the sure? Show Your Work Network, resident Knicks fan. Appreciate you falling through, brother. Absolutely, you know, I have to come back, you know, say what's up, check out how your teams are doing. Ooh, uh, I know I see play. some people playing basketball today and tomorrow. And uh, if, I, if, if I'm not mistaken, um, especially Nard and Mike were there. Um, damn, they they I, I think there was a DJ that screamed on us and said none of our teams is going to matter. And Nelson was in that folks. You, you remember that night, Nard, when Kyrie was traded course, to, to the uh, to the uh, to the Mavericks? You remember hey, that? Hey, hey, hey. Well, I'll be telling you, Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. Nah, he do. He do. He oh, do oh, something Larry, tonight. That's why I'm yeah, here. Larry had to eat his his warm slice of humble pie last week. Mark Cuban uh, tricked y'all, man. You see, this. You know why nobody goes to Dallas? I let y'all get y'all y'all stuff off. So I wanted to be respectful, not just jump in the conversation. But I'm here now. But the reason why Mark nobody want to go to Dallas. Why would I want to go to Dallas if my owner is literally ousting me for any little thing? Why would if I'm an agent? Why would I send my play to Dallas if I know that Mark Cuban gonna throw me under the bus for a, a week after I get there? Why am I gonna send my play to Dallas if I have a chance to get an extension three times? And literally, you made a promise. You you now you didn't even make a promise. A player told you, "Yo, just pay me this much, and I'm staying." And you couldn't even do that. He asked just to take a year off the contract. You said no. What uh, you wanna, what, what you player are you text messages? Oh um oh uh, um one Jalen Brunson. The, the guy oh, oh you were friends two summers ago. Okay, okay, okay. Oh yeah, we're we're friends to two. We're, we're starting two years ago, and then we're gonna, we're gonna get here. How about last year? You could have signed up to that extension again. You chose not to, and then you decided to waste time and waste picks and do whatever the fuck you did and sign and trade for Christian Wood. No disrespect to Christian Wood, but it ain't work. Then you mm. throw Christian Wood under the bus two weeks after you trade him. Mm. Right. Let's go to that. Over hey, the these are all valid for Nad. You saying over the summer? Remember you a lot of these cry and bitch and moan, boohoo. Jalen Brunson left me when you had three chances to give him money and you didn't do it. Hey man, I don't. I don't. You I don't, had I two chances to give him the same contract. Right you had two chances to give him the same contract. Four years, fifty-five million. Then he wanted the same amount that he got with the Knicks, but he said just take a year off. Amen. But because you ain't get your way, now you want to bring you want to blame. Oh, he shouldn't have listened to his father. That's not your fucking problem. That's your fault. That that's not that's not Jalen Brunson's. Jalen Brunson made his decision and he decided to go where he wanted to go. He got he got a good contract. And, oh yeah, we'll get into that later about them. But 
you know, he got a good contract that people said that he got overpaid for, which, we'll, like I said, we'll discuss later. You made I don't terrible know if roster they overpaid decisions. for that. You made terrible right. I don't know if they decisions. overpaid. Oh, <clears throat> Earl, 15th, 15th highest guard contract in the league, but that's overpaid. But yeah. we'll, we'll get to that later. Know. We do what uh, you were yeah, saying, Mike. My boy Nelson coming in hot. Hey, <laughs> but but he said no. Then, then he wanna then then he coming two weeks ago deliberately tanking because we're gonna lie about that now. Oh no, nah, I'm not taking you know, we're gonna try to win. Bro, you went four and sixteen since you traded for Kyrie Irving. Look who the fuck you have around you, bro. I don't want to hear anything. Listen, I like Luka Doncic, I have no issue with him, but bro, I don't he does not. I don't I swear to god, people give him a pass for this shit. I don't want they nobody on that team from Luka Doncic to fucking Theo Pinson to fucking Jason Kidd to Nico Harrison to anybody to Mark Cuban himself deserves a pass for this year. I don't give a shit, bro. Julius Randle damn it took that same team that Luka Doncic has to the playoffs against the Hawks. Okay, if you want to be, oh, if you want to keep it a buck. Oh shit. He had Reggie Bullock on that team. Reggie Trey Young oh, was shit. taking off defensive plays playing Reggie Bullock and playing Reggie Bullock oh, in the series. That's how Reggie Bullock went off. We had Theo oh, Pinson. Good, great oh, guy. No problem with Theo Pinson. But hey, you had Theo. Yeah, you told me. Oh, now nah, we wasn't taking. You had Theo Pinson doing fucking NBA 2K moves, chugging up three pointers with 20 oh, seconds left. Are you fucking shitting me? Oh shit! <laughs> what? Hey man, huh? How do you look at <laughs> these stat lines since Kyrie got traded? Hey, hey, somebody. There's a lot of single beat, double. Man. There was a lot of uh, triple singles in that stat line. Where's the ether beat, man? God damn. Come on, man. Nah, hey, I'm so look. You want to text messages and be a little messy, bitch? Mark Cuban, that's your problem. That's your fault. He want to blame the the playing, take fouls. Who you gonna blame next? Hey, man. Who I, I will say next? this: in all my time of watching basketball, I have never. Seeing a free agent in their prime go to Dallas. Dallas has gotten it out the mud. I'll give them that. But I've never seen anyone anybody choose them. So it has to be something there. That I'm being bro, said, I would not go to that um, team, bro. Look at this. I would never go to that team. Let's let's uh let's start in the I'm, east. I apologize. We'll, y'all. No, no, you you hey look, bro, you. You good. Uh, you good. Get it off, my guy. Get it off. I was trying to tell this, you. This is the National This the National Basketball Association, not the fucking Natural Basketball Association. We don't see facts today. Continue. Yo, you good. You ain't said nothing wrong yet. <laughs> let's um let's start in the east and then we'll work our way out west uh just because the east has more deciding uh decided uh seeds. So, all right, we already talked about Boston versus Atlanta. Um did anybody have, yeah I, I got Boston at five um uh you know we definitely think it's gonna be a good series get some good games but I think I got Boston in in five um let's go with what I think is gonna be the most intriguing matchup of the first round the Knicks versus the Cavs not just because you're here Nelson but I think this is gonna be the seven gamer um in the first round. I, 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 I think I think this is uh this is gonna be the this is gonna be the prime time one. Um, I think so too. Let's let's start out with the Knicks. Um everybody said it was kind of fool's gold. Y'all caught a lucky COVID year to make the playoffs. Well, this year y'all look a lot better, Nelson. Um 
Let's call it what it is, man. I mean, Julius Reynolds arguably playing the best ball of his career. Jalen Brunson is, I would say, overplaying his contract already. Um, <clears throat> I would say so. Probably. probably hey, but what, was it, wasn't 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 Julius Randle playing like a superstar? Was that two years ago, up until the playoffs? He was, yes. but this year he has a. He's played better this year than he did two years ago. He's played ago. way better this year. He has a complimentary All Star caliber player next to him, so he can just do his thing, and it's not like him having to play for two to three players. Continue. Um, no, I'm <laughs> saying so. So, so I mean, they have a hell of a matchup against the Cleveland Cavaliers. I can't um, four wait. Four or five seed. I can't wait for this one either. I think it's going to come down to no homo pause to size. You know what I'm saying? Cleveland's a big team, bro. They are. You know what I'm saying? Like what? That they are. So And they got buckets. So I, I feel like it's really going to come down to, honestly, the Knicks are going to have to be efficient because they're going to lose on the rebound type, too. You know what I'm saying? So they're going to have to be efficient. They're going to have to hit their shots. And then they're going to have to play very good defense. You know what I'm saying? Try to create turnovers and stuff like that because you don't want a lot of putbacks, easy buckets, and shit like that. So if they're going to win, bro, and they're going to have to, they're going to have to be, they're going to have to shoot. You know what I'm saying? They're going to have to shoot and knock some threes down. You know what I'm saying? You're going to want to get a lead on this team and try to keep it. Play defense, you know what I'm saying? And try to control yeah. the clock a little bit. Similar similar in a, in, a, in a way to football. Don't rush to your shots. You know what I'm saying? Use a lot of the shot clock. Because next thing you know, you know what I'm saying? You continue like that every quarter. You might use <clears throat> six or to eight out of 12 minutes. You know what I'm saying? With you having possession of the ball. So they just got to be super efficient, you know what I'm saying, to beat Cleveland four times, in my opinion. I think, I think for me, the, the, as far as the Knicks are going to go is how well R.J. Barrett plays to the moment. Um, when RJ's on, and obviously, you know, Brunson and, and Randall show up, um, have been showing up all year. When RJ's on, the Knicks are a really great team. When he's not, usually somebody has to pick up for him. And I don't know if I can rely on as good as he's been playing manual quickly or something like that, somebody like that to play to RJ's fouls. He's when you got Donovan Mitchell across that, across that court, um, that's going to be a very, very, very hard to stop. But like you said, Nard, I think um, size is going to make a difference. But, I, but I'll be real, bro. Um, I'm looking up the stats right now. Cleveland has finished uh, – they finished 25th in the league with 41 rebounds a game, while the Knicks have finished with the third right. most rebounds a game at 46.6. The Knicks rebound the, the Knicks out-rebounded them every game. Uh there was two games that they I think it was like they out-rebounded them by one. The game that was super ugly, we out-rebounded them by six and then the last game where there was a shootout, we out-rebounded them by 15. Mm. Yeah. I mean, y'all played y'all played y'all played really physical ball for for a league that's kind of gone away from that. But I really want to see is what's going to happen when all those transition threes stop and they really got to play mid, you know, play in that mid-range, play post-game, like what, what's going to happen. Because, you know, Julius Randle could light it up from anywhere. Um, but at the same time with Cleveland, <laughs> Cleveland is a very deep team, top to bottom. They are a very Here's, deep team. I'm going to tell you what was going to win this, this series for the Knicks. Granny, you said R.J. Barrett. It's the bench. Cleveland's okay. bench is not that good. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Cleveland's bench is the most overrated bench in this whole league, bro. I'm not scared of it. Listen, let, let's look at the Knicks bench. Emmanuel quickly, who's mm-hmm. showing sixth man of the year. And if he doesn't, I'm blaming every white media because he, he got he got, got a shot to win it. 
No, people are saying that Brogdon won. Brogdon should win because he's he he uh he started less games, but we'll get into that discussion later. That's just all propaganda. Um, when the Knicks are good, people make excuses. So Emmanuel quickly, Josh Hart, Isaiah Harnstein, Obi Toppin. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's the four, got, and then my if, guy Obi. If you put if you put Deuce, that depends. That's more of a defensive thing. Yeah. Um, but that's really the bench versus Ricky Rubio. Raul Neto, Isaac Okoro, Lamont Stevens, and Karis LeVert. Now, I'm not scared of Karis LeVert. Karis LeVert, since the pandemic, has been ass. And if you want to lie to me, you, you go lie to your therapist. Um, Yo. Ricky Rubio, okay, he can do something. But granted, you have to let him do something. If you put, if you shut him down, he ain't doing nothing. He just dribbles the ball for no reason. Raul Neto. How's he been playing come, uh, this year? Because I haven't really. Seen he's been him decent. Too much. He's been decent, but I mean, like, I you, Emmanuel quickly can neutralize that because Emmanuel quickly has become a much better defender this year compared to last year. Granted, he didn't start well offensively, but he's been he's been great on defense all year. And then especially as the year progressed, he got better on. You know, he started shooting better, and then obviously the starts that he had with Jalen Brunson out. Um, here and there, obviously, the week he had when we beat Boston twice in a row right. um, on national TV and so on and so forth, which is when everything started about how Brogdon should win the sixth man of the year. Meanwhile, Brogdon has not started a game and can't stay on the court, but we'll leave that for when y'all do your end of the year award discussions. Um, but, yeah, the Knicks bench is better than Cleveland's bench. Isaiah Hardstein's played a lot better. Um, he started horrible this year. He was he was miserable. But I think Tom Thibodeau finally trusted him. He kind of, you know, started to get a little bit healthier. And now he's playing like the guy we wanted to sign, the guy who played with the Clippers last year, who could pass really well, could play out the post. He's kind of playing like the, the Joakim Noah type of style. If you remember right. with the Bulls. Yeah. It was like, you know, he would go to the elbow. You give him, you know, give Noah, give Noah the ball, and then you catch somebody cutting. And you if you watch a lot of lately, Knicks games as of late, He'll find Grimes on a cut. He'll find Deuce on a cut quickly. Like, he'll find a lot of easy baskets. Yeah. Um, Obi now. So, um, weirdly enough, with Julius Randle being out because of the injury, and then obviously Brunson had the hand issue, but then it kind of sat him because we pretty much made the playoffs, and it was like, all right, well, just go play. Um, the bench has gotten a lot more chemistry, and RJ has too. I just need RJ to stop taking threes. Like, if you're missing one or two, bro, stop taking three-pointers. Go to the rack. That's that's your True. game. You're a slasher. You cannot take threes anymore. He has to lose weight. Stop talking to Drew. Lose Drew Hamler's number or something because his three point jumper is terrible. <clears throat> and I don't mind it. You miss one or two, it is what it is. But bro, you can't go zero for nine in a three point. You can't go zero for nine in the playoffs, bro. Well, I, the yeah, I think that takes slim. the ball out of his hands if that happens. Right. Um, Nard, he's, he's shooting over sixty percent. Just to just to add that too, so he needs to really attack that and, and you know be consistent with slashing because. The the Knicks can cause fits with this team. It's just really with, with Cleveland, it's Donovan Mitchell, bro. Like, yeah. and the thing with Donovan Mitchell is Donovan Mitchell scoring 40, 50, or 60 takes the ball out of Garland's hands and other people's hands too. So there's that also. Right. Um, uh Nar but, Mike or Christian. Let me uh ask y'all whoever, whoever wants to kind of jump in on this. What what opposition do y'all have for the Knicks that, that, that the Cavaliers can win the series? Oh, uh, nigga sleeping I, on Paris Levert. Oh, yeah. Well, I was gonna say, I think Jared Allen might be the X factor. Okay. And Evan Mobley, that's what I'm saying. Them two, bro. Yeah. Depending on how they're used, you know what I'm saying? Like they always are gonna have a seven footer in the game. Like that shit is, especially if, if it's a seven footer who can play, and both of them can play. Evan Mobley can play a little bit 
you know what I'm saying, away from the rim as opposed to Jared Allen and stuff, but <clears throat> they can both play very well. You know what I'm saying? Both have good feet and that's dangerous when you're seven foot. So I, I like I like Isaac Okoro as well. But I think uh oh this this game getting chippy. Yeah, real, <laughs> real chippy. But nah, I'm 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 real deal a fan of what's called it, bro. Um or Rui try to dunk on that boy, psych. But no, I'm really a fan of um, Karis Levert, though, bro. I think um, if he can turn it up, like, I understand what Nelson's saying. He, he's correct. Like, he hasn't been, his game hasn't been where it was, especially where it was a couple years ago when he averaged, like, 20 a game. But, I mean, it's Karis, bro. I've seen Karis turn it on. I've seen him get 40 balls. And I believe, um, I mean, I believe it's time, bro. I, I think, I think. I just think those young boys good, bro. Um, Evan Mobley, I think his his length um, is gonna be a can can and will be a problem. Um, yeah, I think I think Donovan Mitchell and uh, and Bronson scoring can they you know they they can go tit for tat. Of course, Donovan Mitchell probably got a, a bigger clip than um, than Bronson, but either one of them can drop thirty in the given night. Uh, same thing with Julius Randle and Darius Garland, um, but I think it just come down to the, the the third, fourth, and fifth role players, bro. And like you said, the bench. Granted, the yep. Knicks do have a deeper bench. I think the Knicks are more grittier than Cleveland, but I think Cleveland, for me at least, I think Cleveland um, is the more talented team. Um, not quite as deep, but I think there are seven. Their, their, their first seven um, would be enough to get it done in maybe a six or seven game series. No, I see. You know, it's only going to be about an eight man rotation at best in the playoffs, anyway. Yeah, for sure. They ain't, they ain't going for all that. The reason why um, I have my confidence in the Knicks, and I just want to say this real quick, is because if you watched all four games, the Knicks won 3 1. And granted, I know sometimes people kind of gloss over that, and that's okay because the playoffs are a whole different thing. The playoffs are a slower game. But the Knicks kind of really play like two teams because their starting lineup is more the slow prodding half court offense lineup. And then when the mm-hmm. bench comes in, you if you watch the Knicks game, they like to run. Yeah. So you could switch like some teams are weird by that and like they get thrown off. And that's why like you'll see a lot them get, you know, the, the benches go crazy, especially with quickly leaving the pack and quickly could change the game and play with the starters. But the thing about right. the series against Cle- the four games against Cleveland. And just in general with this Knicks season is like, bro, they've won and lost in every imaginable circumstance. The Dallas game was insane. They somehow lost, you know, they lost that. Obviously, like, and a bunch of other weird games that happened where they won or vice versa. But with Cleveland, they've won. Every game was like a weird game. Like, the first game we lost is because Donovan Mitchell went crazy and because Kevin Love was fucking trying out for the Miami Heat. And we just let him <laughs> score. And I, that pissed me off. I was so mad. Something happened that night, too, that we people didn't even know Donovan Mitchell scored. That's the game he scored, like, 70, right? No, he did score 60. What, it was 60? No. no. Oh, okay, Who, Okay. my fault, my fault. Wrong score. No, he scored. Uh, that was against somebody else. Um, but, um, yeah, so there was that. Then the second game, which is funny enough, the game that Tibbs almost got fired at, um, was the 92-81 game that was ugly as hell. That was the week after the Dallas game when they smoked us at, at home. But yeah, that mm-hmm. was a 92-81. That game was uh, was ugly, was dog shit to watch. And I'm being nice. That game was ugly. That was a very 90s ass game, but the Knicks won that. Mm-hmm. 
but, but not a good '90s game. Yeah, no, 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 Donovan, yeah. bro, Donovan Mitchell, bro. It, it was sounding like a genius on the O three with with everybody shooting in that game, bro. It was bad. <laughs> you have to put the who kid tag over that shit because it, it was yeah, it was a bad. Man. Game that game was bad. It was a Sunday. It was a Sunday game, so I remember. Then mm-hmm. the third game, the Knicks won by two. That's the one that Donovan Mitchell <laughs> almost snapped his knee trying to dunk and then tried to cry about the foul. But then um, I think Isaiah Harnstein blocked him to, to close that game. That was a back and forth one. Then this last game is when I really felt confident because that was the game with Donovan Mitchell and Jalen Brunson had 30 after the first quarter. <laughs> and it was a one, it, I think it was like 49, or, it was like 79 to 72 at the half. Like that game was insane. Really, any shot everybody was throwing up, it was going in. And then the third one into the fourth quarter, the Knicks just tightened up. Donovan Mitchell started missing, started missing shots. Like Evan Mobley disappeared, and then the bench just started going crazy. And then they, I think they went on like a, it was like a twelve to two run, I think, to make it like a fourteen point game. Then Jalen Brunson just started hitting everything. I think he had four. That was the game he had forty eight in, if I recall correctly. So, in a weird way, the Knicks have been the Cavs like in an ugly game. The Knicks have been them when it came to shootouts. And then they're just a, a game when both teams couldn't shoot at all. So that's why, like, I feel confident about it. Because I'm like, okay, you beat them. You played them in any game possible or any scenario possible, and you won four of those games. Okay. So, but I, I, I'm going to say the Knicks. I'm going to say the Knicks. I want to say the Knicks in six. But there's a game. There, there's going to be a, a game or two where, like, they, Tibbs is going to make a questionable rotation or somebody's just going to be off. And, you know, somewhere, something's weird is going to happen. Because the Knicks just like the, the shit happens with the Knicks as a Knicks I'm fan. I'm calling it game one and game three. So I'm saying Knicks is seven. The first one at home and the first one away. I'm calling it game one and game three. Christian, what you got for the series, bro? Uh, Cavs and seven. Okay. Cavs and seven. Nardo. Yo. What you got? <laughs> Who and what? Uh, Cavs and five. Oh, Ooh, shit. Okay. Ooh, damn. <laughs> Mike, no, you, listen, you were getting ready to say something. different, man. Playoffs are matchups. And the way that, you know what I'm saying, Cleveland Cleveland has a very well-constructed team. You know what I'm saying? They have the bigs that can play, not just that are there like Jeff Vell McGee type players. They have wings that can score with the best of them. You know what I'm saying? All-star caliber. That That's what you want. You know what I'm saying? So Okay. I, I like the way they're built, you know what I'm saying? So I got confidence in them to get, get this one done pretty quickly. Right. Uh, Mike, you were going to say something. Yeah, bro. So, you know, I'm a Cowboys fan, bro. So, you know, the media <laughs> loves to, you know what I'm saying, the rag on the Cowboys, especially one, Stephen A. Smith. So I'm going to say this here, bro. That trade that didn't happen, that should have happened, Donovan Mitchell, Gonna come bite him in the ass. Donovan Mitchell gonna take off. And okay. hey, man. yeah, I, I, me, I respect it. You know what it is about that trade. I'm glad it didn't happen because you know why. Let's be honest. Like, if you want to look into the future, the Cavs have a three-year window, and if shit don't go right, Donovan Mitchell can leave for free. So he can, uh, and he'll still Meanwhile, be under thirty-two, or he'll be like he'll be. Right at 30. Meanwhile, except I've had shit for not developing players, and we have eight guys under 25, I think. Granted, yeah. we're going to have to pay some some people and figure that out, but eight guys Ooh, under 25, crazy. you got a couple nice windows. The point guard the point guard passing of the torch is pretty much there if quickly decides to stay because you got Brunson and then quick. 
So, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens. But we'll I, I just think I, they're going to – people are going to have – people have their feeling, opinions and, and thoughts, and that's fine. But, I, like I said, all oh, y'all let shit play out. So, I'm going to let this play yeah. out see what happens. We'll take it from there. I got uh I got Knicks in seven. I got this going all the way to seven. I got Knicks in seven. Um, you but know, I, I, look, man, my, uh, my 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 X factor, man. My my guy Obi gonna come to play, man. He gonna come and come and show y'all the energy you bring it off the bench, man. No, but in all seriousness, I know this guy stinks. <laughs> no, but but seriously though, um, I think Jalen Brunson hey, gonna man, have his, uh, his 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 coming out party to the world, um. And what better stage to do it with than than the Knicks in the playoffs? So I'm going with I'm going with the with the Knicks in seven. Um, that's my JB, pick for now. JB takes well, a lot we'll of responsibility off a lot of guys. Randall's not going to have much crazy res- like yeah, Randall's going to have responsibility, but not as much as he did against Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And then you have those guys their first year in the playoffs. You got quickly who had that you know playoff experience. Oh, because some of these guys look good. Greatness. Some guys have playoff experience. The Cavs, let's be honest, aside from who in the Cavs made the playoffs, aside from Donovan and Karras. Yeah. Well, shoot, man. Let's uh let's move on to the next uh so. let's move on to the next matchup. Uh that'll be oh no, we already covered two in the East. Uh the Sixers versus the Nets. <laughs> um <laughs> uh I want sweep. to be so disrespectful. I don't, I don't, yeah. it's a I, I have Sixers in five. Sixers in three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think Brooklyn. See, I know that. I know that. Obviously, Brooklyn don't have the star power, but Brooklyn still has a lot of pieces that could win you a game. And I think they play really well as a collective unit of guys who kind of been cast out in trades, but they really do play play decently. And and I'm gonna give Jock Vaughn his credit. For getting this team to still be playoff eligible, I mean, shoot, when KD and Kyrie were there, they were the fifth, they were the fourth seed in the East. So for them to maintain and only drop two spots and still avoid the play-in with all those moves and losing Ben Simmons out, they're not just going to get washed in a in a in a matchup. I think this is going to be really reminiscent um, of just a few different matchups we've seen of guy kind of kind of like uh when that 2011 <coughs> Denver team had lost Melo and lost Billups, but they still were playoff eligible and got a couple wins in in the playoffs. I think the same thing is going to happen here. So uh, give me Sixers in five, maybe six, but five. I'm comfortable. You know what? I lied. I'm going to say Sixers and six because Doc Rivers is absolutely tricking off. There's always that one game that Doc Rivers is going to trick off. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, like Cal Bridges is going to put the numbers up. I mean, listen, I – I shit on the Brooklyn Nets for about two weeks after that trade because they absolutely deserved it. And I told them they weren't going to be shit and they will never be mm-hmm. shit. Um, and I was right. But yeah, uh, Mikhail Bridges is the truth. I mean, I think he's going to, he's going to win a game on his own. And I think Doc Rivers is going to trick one off. So, um, but yeah, you, you're totally right about, you know, even though despite them, I thought they were going to be seventh or eighth. So I, they I thought me wrong. more ninth. But then 10. again, it's because Miami <laughs> and Atlanta are two, are, both two packs of ash, and that yeah. I lost two hours of my life watching that game. So yeah, I, I thought so too. Well, yeah. Christian, what you got? Uh, I got the Sixers in two games. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> no, I got, I got them, I got them in five. Okay. I think, I think, uh, Cam Johnson has himself a crazy game, and Mikel Bridges gives him a thirty piece, but that's about it. Yeah, uh, I think so too. Uh, Nard, what you got? 
Sixers are going to win 16 straight quarters. Okay. In the sweep. Uh, Mike, what you got? I agree with Nard. Get the broom, wow. baby. Okay. All right. Well, that, that was easy enough. Uh, one that I do think is a sweep no matter who they play, because obviously the AT hasn't been decided. Milwaukee versus the field, whether it comes down to Toronto, Chicago, or Miami, I think this series goes no more than five, and I mean a quick five. No Absolutely. more than four. Yeah, I think it's a quick five. I, I, you, I don't. You want analysis for all three teams? I can give you that. My, right my, the Miami fuck might now. be able to. Get <laughs> Miami's the one Miami I think can pull off. All right, Miami's yeah. gonna get one because they're gonna give Jimmy Butler twenty five. That's, free that's throws. what I'm saying. Exactly. Exactly. Like they did Jimmy against Butler's that one game against the Knicks. Game and then that's yeah. Yeah, yeah Jimmy yep, Butler tricked y'all, man. Can we have that conversation? <laughs> we'll have it at the end of the year, but I do want to talk okay. about quite a few okay. different um magicians that that have yeah, disappeared yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy, this yeah. year. Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler is a is just yeah, he, he tricks y'all. I'm sorry. For sure. Uh I don't think Toronto got the guns to to how to match with the Bucks and the Bulls. I think they're just too hurt this year. This just isn't the year for them. Bro, Vucevic um, is gonna, gonna cry after one quarter with Giannis, bro. If Giannis, he don't want to cry one quarter after Brooke Lopez quiet as kept. <laughs> Brooke, Brooklyn playing. Brooke, yeah, they're, they're different. Um, all right, let's head over to the West. Um, let's go to the decided teams first. I'm going to start out with the Cavs versus Knicks of the West, which is going to be Phoenix versus the Clippers. I think this one is a dogfight as well. Um Regardless of whether PG plays or not, I still think this goes at least six, probably seven. It's Clippers and who? Clippers and, and uh, Suns. Oh, I think this is a dog Ooh. fight as well. Oh, I think that definitely goes. That, that definitely goes seven. It, yeah, it six or seven. This this gonna be a long I, series. I, hey, listen. Even I know, I know, I know. But Russell looks like he fits better with the Clippers than he did with the Lakers. He does absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Him, so, hey, listen. Play his game. If Kawhi and PG can get off, and then you got PG Russell not playing this round. Oh God. Well, but honestly, I don't think that that's going to deter this from being a really great series. <clears throat> no, nah, it won't because Kawhi's a dog in itself. And if Russell can do his thing, you know what I'm saying? Even if it's enough to just force someone to have to guard him from from him being able to either hit that mid-range or, you know what I'm saying, get that first step drive to the basket because he's still super athletic, you know what I'm saying, they're going to have to respect him on defense. So even if that allows Kawhi to just, you know what I'm saying, get a few more uh, open looks off screen and rolls or whatever the case may be, you know what I'm saying, even off isolation plays, I'm here for it. You know what I'm saying? Now, the only thing is it's going to be hard to defend them. You know what I'm saying? The Suns, the Suns, they got, they got, <laughs> listen, Chris Paul can put up 30 when he wants to, you know what I'm saying? And then they have two yeah. other guys who can put up 30 with their eyes closed if they want to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. Getting 30 for that old ass nigga hard, boy. Well, that's why yeah. I, I'm saying, I, I'm not saying he could just do it, but he could still give you 30 if he has a great game. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that's the type, we're not talking about, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, it's just KD, Devin Booker. And then Pat Bev is a point guard. Nah, still Chris Paul. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, he started to kind of come alive a little bit towards the end of the season, too. Um, obviously not playing as dynamic as the last two years, but definitely not looking like the shell of himself he was in the beginning of the season. I mean, um, he's getting a lot more open shots. <laughs> he is. He is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, 
I will say this. One thing that I'm going to give the coaching matchup to in this one, the advantage, I'm going to give it to Ty Lue. I think Ty has proven in situations that he can coach himself out of coaching against whether it's you have more talent on the opposite side of the ball or flat out you should win the series. Um, even if you look at the jobs that he did going against the Warriors when he, when he had the Cavs, outside of LeBron being LeBron, Ty Lue always seemed to have great rotations out there for who needed to get the job done at the time. And I think he's done the same thing with the Clippers. Some will say he's kind of overachieved coaching the Clippers with them missing out on PG and missing out on Kawhi in different times. This is going to be the uh, – they still haven't played a series together outside of the bubble, if I'm not mistaken, right? Kawhi and PG? I don't think they played a playoff series together outside uh, of the bubble. Yeah. I, I think that's correct. Hey, but ain't this about to be the, the first match between Kawhi and KD since 17? 18. Uh, 18, yeah. 18, was it 18? They, uh, yeah. No, 17. No, 17. No, 17. You're right. 17. 17. Yeah, no, 17. Since the, um, since, since the injury. Yeah, it was 2017. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, when, when, uh, uh, what's it called? Went down. Fucking When Zaza Kawhi went down. When, yeah, jeez. That's a name. Zaza Pachulia. Uh, oh, but oh, yeah, wow. nah, I mean, I, I'm gonna be real. I don't. I don't. I think between the coaching and between the talent on both sides of these teams, on both both of these teams' uh, rosters, six game minimum. Probably looking at a seven game dog fight. I definitely think it's seven day, a seven game uh, dog fight for sure. I'm picking the Suns in seven. I um, think, yeah, I, I, I'm comfortable picking the Suns as well. I want because I think. If the Clippers had Paul George, I would probably flip it to the Clippers. But then I just remember that the Suns have not lost with Kevin Durant. Granted, that's going to change in this first round playoff series. But yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be this is this is probably the most intriguing series to me. This is the most one of the most intriguing series in the West. Yeah. Um, I'm also interested. I know we're gonna probably break it down eventually. Kings and Warriors. I'm really interested for some reason about that series. I don't know why. Maybe it's I just because the Kings haven't been in the playoffs, but. Um, no, they're yeah, a good I'm, team. Well, yeah, of course, granted. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to pick the uh, – I'm going to say the Suns in seven. All right. Nardo, which about you? No, don't say jumping back. But, uh, oh, okay, uh, okay. I ain't even kissed a private chat. Give me uh, give me the Clippers in seven. Okay. Uh, Mike, what about you? <clears throat> Suns in six. Won't be surprised if it go five. Okay. All right, I respect it. Um, well, let's get to that intriguing matchup, Nelson. Um, shit, man, uh, Kings-Warriors, and this is very intriguing for many reasons. Obviously, the uh, Kings haven't made the playoffs since, uh, you know, 2006, um, which ends a 17-year drought for them. Uh, aside from that, uh, Mike Brown was just on the sidelines just uh, 10 months ago, winning a championship with the Warriors. And now Warriors. has turned the uh, the Kings into a very good team. I'm not going to say championship-laden team yet, because I think just because you're a high seed don't necessarily mean that you're a title contender. But to be third in the West, that's got to be one of the all-time turnarounds for a team in NBA history. Granted, they were bubbling last year. We kind of seen the playoffs as the next step on the horizon for them, especially – after the Sabonis and uh, Halliburton trade, 
But again, like we talked about last week, um, Mike kind of alluded to it that both teams really won um, because it got Halliburton out of a situation where he needed the ball in his hands and De'Aaron Fox was controlling the ball. And it got them some post presence and playmaker presence with uh, getting some bonus down in uh, Sacramento. All that being said, Andrew Wiggins is back for the Warriors. And... (laughs) Clay had a heck of a shooting night the other night. And I mean, when it when it comes down to it, um, since he's been a head coach, um, Steve Kerr has a hundred percent record or he has a hundred percent winning percentage in series. No, 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 in in series since he's been a head coach. Um he hasn't no no no, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. He hasn't lost a series with the full with the full roster. Um, since he's been a head coach. The only thing that's kept him out, obviously, was injuries. Other than that, he is 100% when he has a fully healthy roster. Um, All right. (laughs) I have Warriors in five. I think, look, man, it's cool. They made the playoffs. It's cute. But it's the difference between championship caliber teams and playoff ready teams and the Warriors about to show the difference in the two. They got GP two back. They got DiVincenzo. Um, um, and then Stephen Clay, Dre Wiggs, uh, underrated energy guy, Kevon Looney, man. One thing Kevon Looney do is go do is bring energy to that squad. You May not be a stat stuff. You think Wiggs being out being out from the court from that long, he won't be able to just jump back in and I don't think he do starts. He does? I think you gotta work him back in, but um I do think Poole is there to help out with whatever, you know, that may be. Um but I got this going five, maybe six at best, but honestly probably five. Yeah, I got the same. Um yeah. man, Golden State, bro, they 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 getting they back healthy, back at full strength at the right time. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, it's gonna take Wiggs a little time to get the legs underneath them, and you know what I'm saying, get back acclimated to that full court basketball play. However, man, just that camaraderie that that team has, bro, with four to five starters. Um, you know, of course, the Splash Brothers, Dre, and uh, Loon. It's gonna be tough to. It's gonna be tough, bro. So, I I got them in five, maybe six. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Nelson. What about you? You said this is a really intriguing matchup for you. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think about this one. I'm gonna say. <clears throat> yeah. Usually, teams that go to the playoffs for the first time, they have their moments. So I'm gonna say Warriors in I'm gonna say Warriors in seven. Well, you think this goes that far? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It does. Hey, you know what though? As hard as Sacramento plays, it's not out of this world. I I just think yeah, man, look, you gotta play that third quarter Warriors every game. That's the thing. There's yeah. third quarter Warriors, and then with the Kings, the Kings can be streaky at times. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. 
And with the like, especially even watching them a couple games and even like the Knicks game, like we just we let them just fucking like if you let them get the confidence of it's a wrap. And I feel like a, a Steph Curry three when they think that you know the game's over or when you know when they think they're about to you know run away with it, like that could you know the Warriors are good at that. <laughs> the Warriors are good at that one shot that just literally kills any and every momentum, and then they just come in like an avalanche, bro. So um, I can see I'm Malik a pick... Monk trying to be Superman when it, when that happens. Yeah, I'm. But pick, you, I'm, a pick, you... I'm picking the Warriors at seven. I, feel I like, got the I got the Warriors in seven, but I also wouldn't be shocked if if uh, Sacramento pulled an upset. I would. Um, I I I mean I can see why they could win. You said you said you had you wouldn't be shocked if the Kings upset the Warriors. Yeah. Let me tell you something. The basketball devils, let alone the basketball gods, would never let that happen. All right, that just ain't happening. That ain't happening, pal. That ain't happening. You never know, man. You never know. That ain't happening, pal. I I feel you, but hell no. (laughs) I I think no, but I think no, no, no. That as like all jokes aside, I think with Mike Brown having 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 coached that team, I think he can he can prepare his his guys on how to withstand that that. it was a third quarter uh, storm that go to state. Hey, 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 Christian, let me give you let me give you a little bit of a history. I'm a little bit older than you. Let me give you a little bit of history. It's a guy by the name of BJ Armstrong, right? BJ just <laughs> knew, you know, he just had the Bulls number when he played for the Hornets. You ever seen the last dance when he talked about that? And he I was did, doing all I that did. celebrating and shit. Uh, I did. <laughs> well, what do you think happened after that? After that first little surprise? I'm just saying. I'm just saying, hell no. (laughs) Hell no. No. Now, look, it's your opinion, so I respect it. Are the Kings a really good team? Yes, but they ain't there yet. Listen, man, the Golden State is made for this season, bro. This is is when they play basketball. Right. You giving these guys who are now getting, uh, you know, above 32, 30 uh, days of rest in between? And And they only focuses on one team? You know what? You know what's crazy. Remember how they were the young bucks who were just shocking everybody, shooting them at the gym, and now mm-hmm. they've kind of gotten into that like Spurs, uh, Mavericks kind of mode of just like being. It's crazy to see them being the OGs in the uh, in the league now. Like Draymond got gray in his beard now. Like this is crazy, man. <laughs> this is this is wild. Like the last ten years of basketball have been really fun, and I gotta appreciate the Warriors because I remember when they went up against the Spurs in 2013, they got smacked. But we seen them, and so yeah, they coming. They they lost that next year to the Clippers, and it ain't been a finals that they ain't, nothing, it ain't been a year they ain't been, been the same no more. It's nothing at all. <laughs> nothing was the same. No, not at all. It's been two things that have been consistent: LeBron and the Warriors. That's been them for the last 10, 12 years in basketball. Facts. So, you know, yeah, I I I mean, look. And and not only that, bro, they got they got they got today's Jamal Crawford on the team as well. So, right. Wait, wait, you talking about pool? Yes, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, that's Jamal Crawford, dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hell of a comparison. Um, we can't really get into the matchups of anybody else as of yet. Obviously, because the two Western Conference teams are playing, but I think the easier matchup to talk about 
is uh, the Nuggets versus the eight seed, whether it be the Lakers, Timberwolves, OKC, or uh, Pelicans. I think except for the Lakers, they can beat pretty much anybody with ease. I think they can beat the Lakers as well, but I think it would be a harder road for them to climb playing against the Lakers over any other team not named those. I just think that uh, they're too good. They're number one seed in the West and, and have been in control of, of that all season. Uh, Jokic has a possible third MVP coming, and I think the MVP will show up this year. So They'll, they'll, win, they'll win that series against whoever. I yeah. Think. But let yeah. me tell you something, man. I was told the Pelicans were going to be better than the Knicks. Oh, bro. Oh, bro. Wow. Damn. <laughs> Shit. I was told I was told a lot of things, but hey, listen, man. That's um, why y'all just put your head down and played your game. God damn. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, hey, listen, man. Uh, I'll be telling y'all, man. I'm, I'm gonna wait till we done with this whole playoffs to say what I have to say, but yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh I, I, Nuggets going with it. Yeah, Nuggets are gonna win. Yeah. Um, um but I guess it we can depends. talk about playing. It more so depends on fucking Jamal Murray, honestly. Like Jokic, well, mm, actually, no. I would say a lot. I think Michael. I think Michael Porter might might play a huge factor too. Yeah, it's really on Porter, Jamal Murray, and then Jokic because you know people like to attack Jokic all the time on defense. As much as people don't like to admit that, you know that's his issue, but it is. Um, but yeah, but yeah. Let's talk PJ, about really because Mike said a lot to say about that as well as a uh, Nar. Nar, you back with us? He might still be out. Um, Mike's had a lot to say about that. Um, the the love affair with Jokic as it relates to, you know, um, people kind of ignoring the other side of the ball to just hand him another MVP. Uh, Nelson, I know you've had a bit of an issue with that all season, too. Us just talking basketball all year. Um, I don't want to call it privilege, but um, I do think there is something to the fact of criticisms in his game versus others. Now, does he do everything on the offensive side of the ball elite at an elite level? Yes. I don't Absolutely. think there's a flaw in his game from the offensive side of the ball. But there is two sides of basketball. Always. And, um, you know, I'll be the first to admit, I have kept a lot of guys out of top whatever conversations for being um you know, for lacking on the defense side of the ball. Uh, I, I, it, it, for me, that was kind of the separator between a, a lot of players for a long time. That's why I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily come off of my budge of, okay, uh, let's just say Cole, for instance, back in the day. I, I was really heavy on Cole being the best player in the game because he still was making first-team all-NBA, all-defenses in his 12th, 13th, 14th year in the league. As well as make a first team All NBA, so it's like for me, um, I gotta, I gotta be, the, I gotta hold the same accountability to to Jokic, bro. And I mean, look, are there guys who can be that offensively gifted, um, to the point where you know, I'm not gonna say you can ignore the defense, yeah, but at the same time, anybody who's playing against them, you're going to run your entire offense through getting Jokic rattled on defense. We are going at him every single play. And I think for what bodes dangerous for them, if they play a team like the Lakers, LeBron's going to play extremely big and extremely close to the basket, as well as Anthony Davis. 
And I think that will bode hey, very bad for, Anthony, for the Nuggets. Look at Anthony Edwards holding down Bron. Um, but but Mike, I kind of want to throw throw this conversation to you. Uh, I guess we kind of really transition out. Let's kind of go to the MVPs a little bit. Um, I guess you know that card I sent earlier. Let's talk about it, man. Just uh, where where Jokic lies versus the rest of the field for you. I mean, he's up there. Um, but personally, when talking about most valuable, um, I'm 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 gonna go. I put him. <clears throat> excuse me. I put him third. Up on third. I mean, granted, his numbers are great offensively, definitely efficient. However, uh, man, you, you just you just mentioned it, bro. You know, my my main my main gripe is always his defense or lack thereof. Um, so, in order for me, I got Embiid, I got Giannis, and I got Joker three. Okay. Uh, Christian. Yo, where's your Where's your MVP rankings? I got I got uh, Embiid one, Giannis two, and Joker three. Okay. Um, uh, Nelson, what about so? Hmm. Let me think. Joker's three, to me, honestly, it'd okay. be between Embiid and Giannis. Uh, with Embiid. I think with Giannis, Giannis is having a crazy season, but I think it's voter fatigue with him, honestly, and that's why he won't get it. But, I mean, Embiid's numbers are just insane. Like, 33-10-4 and four is just nuts. Um, so, it will pro- I would probably say, if it were me, I would probably say Giannis, Embiid, and then Joker, but I feel like it's going to be Joker and Embiid. I feel like Giannis, crazy enough, has he's had this incredible season. He's not going to get it because, like I said, voter fatigue plays a part. For him, for Joker, um, somehow, some way, it doesn't. But that's another discussion for another day. Okay. So, you know, we, we obviously know where I'm going with this. <laughs> um, and, and I agree with uh, who? You saw LeBron. <laughs> my guy Z, what's good, bro? I'm sorry, my fault, my fault, y'all, my fault. No, nah, you good, you good. You know what I'm saying? Just, just hop in the rotation. Um, you know, for me, we, we know, and I agree with what this gentleman said in a candid uh, conversation that leaked out the other day. I feel as if Giannis should be going on his fifth straight MVP. Now, look, you can say what you want about it, but for the last five years, I think top to bottom, Giannis has been the best player in the league. He's had some contention on his first two. I get that. They've tried to put whomever in front of him is the best player in the league, whether it's Jokic. I remember Kawhi when Giannis won his first one. Uh, who else did they say was the best player in the league? Uh, KD was the best player. Uh, Braun, the best player. Uh, Joker. And whomever the case may be, the constant has been KD, has been Giannis versus the field for me. He's been the best defender. He's been the best scorer. He's been the best rebounder. He's been the best shot blocker. He's been the best everything except for facilitator. And he don't do that half bad either in the last five years to me. And I think this year he's proven it yet again. They got the num- They stole the number one seed in the NBA. Forget the, forget the East. Stole the number one seed in the NBA. The way he's played is complimented to get Drew Holiday back at an all-star level. I mean, the dude is... 
he should be up for defense player of the year, unlike Triple J, who tricks y'all. Um, you know, I, 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 the league in blocks. that's fine, but much. that's only that's he ain't tricking too much. But hell, uh, I've seen he's Allen leading the league in blocks by half. Allen Iverson led the league in steals. Did that mean he was up for a uh, defensive player of the year? No. No, nope. always rank blocks higher than steals, brother. I get that, Remember but steel, but steals are harder to get than blocks. Uh, maybe. My my point is, and of course there is things like stealing in the passing lane. I get that, whoop de whoop, but still, stealing is harder to do than blocking. Blocking is about timing, and it's a lot of things. Steal steals is about timing too, but it's more of a skill to steal than it is to block. Either way. In my opinion, in my opinion only. Uh, that being said, Giannis has been the best player on both sides of the ball by a far margin this year. I think he's bowed up Embiid when he matched up with him. I think he bowed up Joker, and I think he's bowed up the field. He got Tatum out the paint. Like, it's Giannis, man. It's Giannis. Giannis is dominating physically in a way we haven't seen since Shaquille O'Neal, except he's in shape, real shape. So, for me, it's Giannis. He had the number one seed in the NBA, and he's putting up astronomical numbers. Give me Giannis. 31, 11, and 5 on 55% field goal percentage. Come on, man. Come the fuck on, man. <laughs> what, how many blocks are you averaging this year? Three. Uh, I'll tell you right now. Giannis is averaging three? You talking about JJ? No. 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 Are you talking about him? No, JJ. 1.8. 1.8. Okay, cool. So he's, he's taking his foot off the gas on block. Point eight, point eight blocks and point eight steals. I, I give him that. Okay, he's taking his foot off the gas and blocking. My fault. So JJJ has been a better better shot blocker this year. But I'm still going uh, to I would say Brooks is the, the, the defensive player on that team. Okay. That, that, hey, look. I'm not mad at that. I am not mad at that. Uh, yeah, Giannis 31, 12, and 6. First 30, 10, and 5 on 50% field goals. Well, top five. I don't love that. What you just said is totally asinine, bro. No, no, it isn't. No, it ain't. Brooke Lopez. No, no, not at all. Being the best, bro, defensive, Brooke, the best defender on the team? Well, no, I, th- I think it's Giannis, but I think Brooke Lopez still is going to be up for consideration for defense player of the year. No, that I will not disagree with, but I, but he just said he's the best defender on that team. I like oh, that. no, 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 it's, it's Giannis. But Brooke is still playing incredible. No, he is coming off the back injury. Which is crazy. Is crazy. Talk about reinventing your game. <laughs> like, that's insane. And shout out to Robin for keeping the job. I mean, them boys been in the league about 15 years now. Yeah. Who's been in the league 15 years? The Lopez, Lopez twins. He's they, they, oh, yeah. been about oh, 14, yeah. 15 years. No, 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 no. Brooke in the league. Or, uh, no, Brooke playing. Robin just in the league. Okay. Robin's just said they the league. That's what he said. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying there's a difference, though. Oh, I, I get you. I get you. Well, Brooke's still, yeah. Brooke still contending for this, that, and the third. Robin. Robin's on the backing up. Yeah. Robin, and Robin you can tell because when we when the Knicks played the Cavs when Jerry Allen got hurt, Robin was getting fucking torched, no, cooked, cooked. Now I'm gonna he, get to, he was fouling out of anger. I, I do like the I I know I dropped those stat news uh stats earlier, but I I just want to go down the, the the case real quick. Embiid 
MVP case. Yep, scoring leader. First 33 and 10 Caesars since the merger, which that's crazy. First in 35 point games, first in 50 10 games. He's tied in uh, top two in ISO and post up points per game, and top 10 in points, rebounds, and blocks per game. Most 50 point games in a season by a center since Kareem. I thought Shaq would have had that, but probably not. Uh, I remember actually, funny enough, um, I saw it earlier. I think it's this year is the most 20. Uh, plus point per game scores in history. There's 47 of them this year. Wow. That's crazy. That also tells me that the scoring margin in the NBA is abysmal. That's, that's crazy. That's, uh, so Giannis, I was looking at something today as well, talking about um, how Jordan scored over 3,000 in one season mm-hmm. and saying he needed to score 36 to get that over the span of 82 games. And, bro, honestly, I, well, I don't think it happened because load management and all that. But at the clip that they're scoring points at nowadays, bro, with the lack of defense, I, it wouldn't surprise me if somebody averages 40. Yeah. It, it wouldn't. I mean, Harden got, what, 35, right? Yeah. Who had 37? Uh, Jordan has had, <clears throat> had 37. I think Kobe had 35. T-Mac had 33, didn't he? 33. 33? Jordan's only got to have 3,000 points in the season. In the season, he's the only got to have 3,000 points uh, in the season. Outside of Will. Mm-hmm. So, in all actuality, Jordan's the only player. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but seriously, though, um, that's crazy. And that season, if I'm not mistaken, he played like 81 games or something like that. Well, he played all 82. He played all 82? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Will it ever it was be eighty six, eighty seven? Hey, but we were just talking about it. So how are we talking about um Lopez, Brooke, uh, Robin Lopez still in the league? For me, bro, this it, it makes no sense to me. Like I can't, I can't reason. Like how is him, Myers Leonard, and other centers still in the league, but? You mean tell me ain't no room for Dwight and, and Boogie? Mm. Hey, man. And, like, well, like, fuck their celebrity, bro. Like, they can still go out there and produce better than these players, bro. Like, it makes no sense that mm-hmm. they're not in the league. I agree. Like, Good lord. Me, bro, Clint Capella is better than Dwight Howard right now. No. Not at this stage, no. Not ever. I don't know. He made he made he made Bam Adebayo look like uh, old and polyanese, but that's another schedule for another day. <laughs> bomb out of bio. <laughs> Fucking bomb. Old hey, hey, hat first half that's of the season, crazy. Bam was up for uh, defensive player of the year too. Yeah, the I, second half start. No, no, then the second half started. Well, yeah, exact, exact, exactly. Well, there's that. There's What'd you that. just say? <laughs> the second half of the season started. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. Then, then the second half started. Bam, Bam out of bio when he when he plays somebody who could bench over one fifty, just just disappears. Hey, so let's uh let's let's have a uh, quick rapid fire. All right. Quick rapid fire. Since the year 2000, there have been one, two, two, three, four. 
there have been four players to score over 2,500 points in a season. Who are those four players? Since the year 2000. Is Kobe one? Say that again. There have been four players to score over 2,500 points in a season since the year 2000. Who are those four players? James Harden, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James. Um, Kevin Durant? No. No, Not LeBron Kevin didn't. LeBron didn't. Did you what said? What do you mean LeBron didn't? He didn't score over twenty five hundred in the he season. He averaged thirty points, and he played. Uh, he didn't score over twenty five that year. He averaged thirty. He scored twenty two. He played seventy five games, and he scored twenty two. Oh, he played seventy five games. You said since mm-hmm. you said since yes. when, Earl? Since two thousand. Allen Iverson was one of them. No. No. Was uh, Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant. Let me make sure I count it right. Let me see. I know James uh, Harden one, and Kobe is one, one and two. I know they're two, two, three, four. Yeah, it's been four players to do it. Over twenty five hundred points. Over twenty five hundred points. So we got two. We got James Harden and Kobe. We're missing two more. If you play all eighty two games, twenty four hundred. One of these guys did it twice. Hmm. 2,480 would be 30 points a game. So, well, if you yeah, play so all was one of them? No. I'm sorry, I figured he didn't play enough games. Steph? Nope. No. Hmm. Damn sure didn't play enough games. Although Dame? that one year he averaged 30, that's kind of close. Dame? The, nope. The 73, the 73 and 9 season? That was kind mm-hmm. of close. They're giving me. Uh, so, yeah, they're I know Harden but... is one. I know Kobe is one. Those are one and two, right? Yeah, that's one and two. We got two down. We got. We need two more. Okay. Twenty five hundred points. D Wade. No, I'm sorry. There's three more. There's three more. Forgive me, y'all. Three more. There's three more. D Wade. We got. We got a uh, Harden. We got Kobe. Nope. D Wade's not D-Wade. one. All What's the question? What's the question? So there have been, <laughs> let me make sure I got. So since the year 2000, there have been one, two, three, four, four players. T-Mac? Yes, four players. Four players to score 2,500 T-Mac? points in the season or more. No, T Mac. Nope. We're trying to guess the two. 2,500 points in the season or more. We Mac have two. We got Kobe. Points. How many? Nope, Steph. he didn't score 20. Curry. Nope. Nope. No. Steph's didn't, not it. Jordan? I'm very shocked nobody said one of these yet. This is crazy. Jordan? No. Since the year 2000. Oh, since so far, we got we got Kobe and Harden is off, so that's good. Shaq. Two more. Brady? Nope. Carmelo? did not. Nope. Shaq? I'm very shocked that y'all not said his name. Oh, Shaq? Brock, that could be wrong. No. It could be Shaq. No. Shaq never ever started. 2,500 points in a season. Let me see. I really got to think about this. Kevin Durant, that's three. We've been saying Kevin Durant, bro. Well, but we said Kevin oh, Durant. I, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't hear Katie. I'm sorry. Yeah, I said Kevin KD, Durant's yeah. Three. Yep. Dirk? Nope. No, Dirk never had Mello? Uh-uh. Tim Duncan? Nope. Hell no. No, no definitely not. Um, he did that in two seasons some years. <laughs> <laughs> um... Let me see. Russ? Yep. 
Russell Westbrook. Oh, Russ, yeah. Russ, 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 is Russ Harden, uh, uh, Kobe, and KD. Russ did it in his MVP season, 25-58. Harden did it with 28-18. Kobe did it with 28-32. And uh, KD did it with 25-93. That is also the highest in a season. Jordan was going crazy. (laughs) Listen, listen, bro. Jordan did. 3,041, 2,868,2,653,2,558,2,4,04,2,541,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,4,
Um, I still have my PS2 connected. I may play some. I bought Tony Hawk Underground. I may stream that randomly one day. I play everything pretty much. Um, you never know. Like, if I feel like playing, sometimes I'll tweet before I go on, like, hey, these are the systems I got. What you want me to play? And I'll just connect it and play it and just let it run. But now that I got the PS5, I'll probably play more newer stuff. You know, I'm going to get WWE, start getting used to that. Probably start streaming that too. Um, I've been playing the show the last couple of days as well. So you may see me on that also. But in the next like couple of weeks, I'm going to start back, you know, consistently streaming. I just have to take a little break. And obviously with all the stuff we were doing with Show Your Work, um, we've been, we've been, we've been grinding it out, putting so much content out too. So, um, but we'll be back. We'll be back on the Twitch, you know, on the Twitch stuff soon. When Street Fighter comes out, we'll definitely be active because literally everybody's going to play, going to cop it and we might be right. fighting each other. Ken, bro, come on. I tell you, you're real. You're real. You're real. You're real. My fault. My fault. My <laughs> yeah, come fault. on, man. Come on, man. My fault. Yeah, for but yeah, sure, man. man. But we'll be we'll be live on everything and uh, but yeah, man. Follow us on everything. That's why WNET again. And you know, we live every Thursday at nine. And we you know we got a whole bunch of content coming out. So just tap in with us. For sure, bro. Man, definitely oh, man, appreciate you for Appreciate you, my guy. No, you already <laughs> listen, man. I just want to say before I get out of here, I was told the Pelicans were better than us. I was told the Pacers would be better than us. The Pistons would be better. The Hornets, the hey, Raptors, shit, the man. Bulls. Oh, let me let me go. Yeah, hey, 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 speaking of that, though, speaking of that, it was funny before we get out of here real quick. I seen the thing about how do y'all feel about what Zion said? Like, I feel like the league is so soft now. It's insane. Like he said, he's physically ready, but he can't play until he's Zion. Like what type of shit is that? Well, is it ready? That's I've the pellet. Like you know, you know what I'm saying. I'm just used to guys being out such and such week because of this injury, that injury. He literally said he's physically fired, but he doesn't want to be a hindrance to the team by basically, you know, what I'm saying having to shake the rust off. Like what the fuck? You know what it's it is, man. I, I, I'm gonna I'm say this. Uh... Did y'all see what I was talking about? No, I saw. I saw yeah. where he. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna say this. I think a lot, a lot of guys listen to half of the message that LeBron has put out throughout his career, and I know he gets a lot of blame for this player empowerment thing. But LeBron's player empowerment thing, no matter what you say, as long as LeBron has been physically able, damn, there's sometimes physically able to walk. He's played the game. The player empowerment thing never was. If he felt like hooping, he getting paid millions of dollars regardless. And I think people just heard bits and pieces of what he was saying in his actions, and they've just taken it and run with it. Like, like I don't know, man. Like, ever since that lockout year and stuff like that, when players really started moving around, the entitlement, like we were speaking to earlier, bro, it's just crazy. Crazy. Like, it used to be you got to play no matter who you are or the next person is coming to take your spot. Right. Now they know I that. Mean, that's why with the CBA coming up, they're going to start doing, you got to play 65 games to be, you know, even nominated for, you know, awards and things like that. Cause I mean, it's getting to that, it's getting to that point. And with, with, you know, with the Zion thing, it's a weird situation, but honestly, that's the Pelicans problem. I ain't gonna hold you. You know, hopefully he's hoping. It, it just sounded very Ben Simmons esque, except he's a lot better than Ben Simmons. Oh, he's Ben Simmons with a thyroid problem. I'll tell you that now. Wow. Let's call it what it is. I mean, hey, what's, what's the difference? Hit shots. He can hit Listen, shots. Man. He's not scared. Well, one shoots threes. 
I was told I was told that I was told that the public is going to be better than us, but that's another discussion. Um, and we got clown for Zion rumors. Anyways, yeah, let me go. Let me continue. Um, yeah, yeah I heard the Wizards are going to be better than us. I mean, yeah, so did the Knicks, but Miami, Atlanta. The first round. What you say? The New York Knicks are not getting out of the first round. All right, we'll see. We gonna see. What team you root for? Ain't nothing to see. Don't ask, bro. Who? No, don't, yeah, you don't want to know. Don't ask. The rookie. Yo, oh, no, nah, you, you a man. He said the rookie of the year. <laughs> you see how you see how you got a bright future. Yeah, you got a bright future. Yeah, but you got a bright future. Until they enjoy the projects. Um, <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. I know I'm getting out. Yeah. We in prison right now, but I know I'm getting out. All right. I'll be all right. You don't prove that. That's praying that's, that's for parole, bitch. Before. Yeah, you about you about to be like Brooks with Shawshank Redemption. First time you get out, you don't know what the fuck you gonna do. <laughs> Anyways, Man, no, I heard they got a life sentence right now, bro, with with a possibility of parole. Right, was gonna be better than us. Miami was gonna be better than us. Hey, hey man, y'all sitting comfortable. I have to listen. <laughs> I've had to watch a meaningful basketball game since fucking <laughs> since, since WrestleMania, bro. Hey man, it's it, it's good to be on top. It's, it's good to be the like king, I was, man. I saw man, this is crazy. But hey, listen, man, this is gonna be a good playoffs though. There's a lot of parity in this playoffs. There's no clear winner. I mean, yeah, there's guys who could get to the final. There's teams who can get to the finals, but there's there's a lot of like the four or fives being intriguing series, and you know a lot of parity in the league. It's gonna be a good playoffs, but as long as they healthy, I got Milwaukee versus the world. I agree. That is true. Fully agree. One hundred percent agree. I, I think I think so. Well, I mean, yeah, Drew Holiday finds a consistent jumper, and he has been. Hey, that, that's hey, a, that's a Chris Middleton goal, is decent. I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Celtic Suns. You know what I'm saying? I just throwing one out there. I think it'll be Celtic Suns. It's not a bad match. It's not a bad choice. That's not bad, but this, the the thing with those teams with is. Denver. Dell, get the Dell. I'm not scared of Denver at yeah. all, bro. The last at one, all. Just, just, just. I, oh, the only thing I got to say I, about that. The only OKC. thing I have to say about that. Unless it's OKC, I like the eight seed against the Nuggets. Oh, now you being wild. Okay. Yeah, I don't know why, but I think I, I don't. I don't know. This is something about Denver that I'm just like. <laughs> the last time Denver was healthy, me. where were they at? Western Conference Finals. Western Conference Finals. That yeah. was also. The last two years, years they haven't been ago. healthy. And that was three years ago. Right. Teams are way different now, bro. Teams are way different now. Yeah, man. Agreed. Injuries happen. There's a whole there's a whole lot of variables, but I mean is Michael Porter really... Jr. healthy? Mm-hmm. I believe so. Yeah, he's yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's been playing. He's been playing well this year, too. He's been playing. That's the thing. Like a lot with a lot of teams, just injuries and all that type of stuff and variables. Honestly, it really depends on how how these teams are without their best players. Like I know we didn't even talk about Memphis, but granted, Memphis deserves a lot of smoke because they be very sassy and shit. But bro, uh, no, they Dylan, their, Dylan Brooks be sassy bro. and shit. They just, held on. Oh, like, I feel like you got it. You got it. You got to at least win. Defensive player of the year, you gotta want to say you have to do something in order to talk shit the way he be talking shit, bro. I shouldn't exactly. Or, or you gotta be first yeah, team all defense. You gotta do something. Or champion, something. Well, he's yeah, just, yeah, of course. Yeah, that man. that goes without saying. 
I'm just talking about individual. He's Zesty Ricky Davis, but you know. Literally. Um, <laughs> Extremely. Yeah, Dylan, Buzz, Dylan Buzz be talking too much, bro. I'm like, bro, you have to roll out, like, bro. Yeah, bro, you don't even score enough to do all that. Your defense is okay, but it's not like you know, what I'm saying, OD. But what, not what having like two steals a game or something, two and a half steals a game, bro, or two and a half blocks or something like that. All right. Listen, man, it, this is gonna this is gonna be a good playoffs. Wait, well, no, nah, he so. averaged two and a half blocks a game. Nigga, that's a lot. <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh, you said it's not like he is. That is what I'm saying. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought you said it's like he's. Uh, he's yeah, he talks like he do. Right. Yeah. What the fuck, bro? For <laughs> sure, man. <laughs> Listeners, we're gonna catch y'all next week. Appreciate y'all tapping in with our, uh, pre- our playoff preview. We finna get back to watching this game. Yes, sir. Oh, don't lie to them. Mm. <laughs> Till next week, we out. Peace. Right. This nigga LeBron.